This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to Future CEOs here on Cliff Central. We're what a nice young man. Uh, and I mean, really, he's doing so. He's doing such great stuff. What I, a great young man! I, I I agree. I agree. So remember, if you have missed the first half hour here, you can go to cliffcentral.com and you will find the podcast there. Alternatively, just go onto any social media, use the hashtag Future CEOs, and it'll be there at some point, um, sooner rather than later. And you'll also be able to find all of our other what is it, two hundred and fifty episodes, almost topping three hundred. Uh, are we? Are we there? Oh yeah. Of, of shows with CEOs, top industry experts, um, and it's no different for this half hour. Louis, shall we introduce who our guests are? Shall we get them to introduce ourselves in the usual future CEOs tradition? Let me just pose a question. Okay, so, so when a CEO... Oh, me. I ah, thought you were talking about my ah, lipstick. No, no, no. You look lovely. You look lovely. <laughs> so when a CEO has a transition out of his leadership role, changes have to be communicated. So... The question we're posing is that how do we transfer the leadership to the following CEO? And in studio with us, we have Jason and Catherine. I think let's start with the woman who's looking so beautiful, yellow. <laughs> Catherine, tell us who you are and why you think you're part of this conversation. Okay, well, I'm Catherine Bothmer, and um, I'm the new managing director at HDI Youth Marketeers. Yep, yep. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jason's looking at her like, mm. <laughs> give him a nod, yes? He said I can call him a consultant. <laughs> ah, okay, so, interesting. Yes. So, yeah, why we're part of the conversation is um, – because it is, it's it's a new challenge, like you're saying. There's um, a new direction for our company, and I've been there for 19 years, going on to 20 years. Okay. Um, it's almost like, yeah, got that certificate, been there, done that. Mm. Um, what's the next challenge? Let's do this, guys, but let's have fun while we're doing it. Um, yeah, and it's not easy. I think you've got we've got 60 people in our office, and everyone's looking at you, going, "Okay, are you going to take us to the next level?" Mm. And um, the mm. answer is, "Hell yeah!" yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what happens when I had I a session with you early on. I was like, "I gotta get you, Jason." Uh, yeah, Gareth, speak to Jason. Yeah, Jason. So you are now the <laughs> outgoing <laughs> MD. Are you are you out already? Are you still still around? Are you the, doing the consulting thing? Um, but before maybe even we answer that question, just give us a little bit of background about yourself and then, and then the situation as it currently stands, please. Cool, sure. Um, I have worked in the marketing industry in South Africa for quite a long time. So uh, at HDI in the current position for eight and a half years, which uh, Kath was just mentioning, but before that in other, other marketing roles. I didn't enter my career in marketing. I okay. entered it in financial services. Um, I spent four years there before I realized I wasn't going to spend another 40 years. Ah, <laughs> no, no, good, good, good realization to make. <laughs> and moved into marketing, which has really been great. In the, you love it. You love it. Yeah, I know. It's been an amazing, amazing industry to work in. So, yeah, at the moment, Kat's right. I'm exactly that, the outgoing MD. So, my current title has been handed, or my title has been handed over to Kath as the new MD. And I'm on a, a two-month handover slash consultancy where we're doing quite intensive sessions around Mm. skills transfer, knowledge transfer. I mean, the great thing is Kath is from the business. So the actual understanding of the day-to-day workings of the business, there's almost no transfer required there. But the kind of stuff that you do behind the MD's desk is sometimes obvious and sometimes mm. less obvious. Yep. Mm. So um, Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I think you know the role that she's going to play and what she's played. What do you think 
the unspoken stuff that you did as MD is going to be transferred from you to her? What are just what are the kind of things that you want to prepare her for? Yeah, there's probably two things. The one is the first and foremost one is hard conversations and mm. hard decisions. Do you like that stuff? Yeah. And, and, and by the way, not, uh, not everyone can see what's going on in front of us, but Catherine's actually writing the stuff down, I think. Uh, some, <laughs> some notes while we're on air. Like, mm, no, I'm just going to say that. No, but, it, but it, it, it's important to be able to hear what the outgoing MD is saying and say, okay, actually, let me write that one down. No, no. Hard nice. Sorry, sorry. So hard conversations. Yeah, hard conversations. Some, I mean, lots, if mm. you're working in a company that's, I mean, by agency standards, uh, 60 people in South Africa and then two other officers and people in field is a medium-sized agency. But by most company standards, I mean, that's a tiny little company. So lots of the stuff you do as MD in a company that size is quite transparent in terms of decision-making. But you, as an MD, you make 10, 20, 30, 40 decisions a day, and many of those aren't aren't um, known to the rest of the staff because they're about – financial matters or their business decisions or their future-focused decisions. So it's sharing that lots of it is about the decisions I've made in the last year or two especially and and the mechanics behind that and why I made them. And, of course, they, they may be right or they may be wrong. But for Kath and the team taking over, it's just lots of it is about sharing the decision-making process, the uh, the hard conversations and how those have gone and how they uh, hopefully they can go <laughs> a little bit better for for the guys who have to guys who have to take over. And then there's the real admin drudgery, which people think is like stuff that doesn't cross the MD or CEO's desk, which crosses it all the time, mm. like sign offs and management accounts and yeah, people, report packs and and also then people just not wanting to take responsibility. So you must, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of upward delegation. <laughs> Um, what, what I like about well, that's coming out almost immediately here is that there is definitely a, a difference between someone who is in a very functional technical area, and we spoke about this at the Leader X um, discussion that we had. Um, for those of you who missed that, Santon Convention Center, but you'll be able to download the podcast soon. Um, so we spoke about this idea that when you first enter a business, you're very technical. When you um, move into a, a, a more senior role, that that changes the the balance changes and in many cases often uh, certainly in some organizations it's a 90 10 so 90 percent people 10 percent technical is that what you're finding uh, is that what you've found and then also is that what you're finding Catherine? i think the biggest challenge that i've had is with being in the company for so long and having mm. so many different roles um and for the last three years i've headed up new business sales director um headed up a division and now to sit in the office and go, ooh, someone else has to do that now. But you, you still want to do it. You still want to help. You still want to make sure everything runs smoothly. But then on the other side of the, on the scale is the business side. And there you, they also need your attention. It also needs your help. So you, if you are going to do the transition or change, you have to fill the gaps and you have to make sure that what you were doing still runs smoothly and you can still achieve all your targets and goals set there because you can't have the company Break down because you've moved in a new position. Correct. Um, and you hope to hell that you've got all the experience to be able to answer those 50 questions that Jason talks about. Mm. And he's not lying. They like line up at the door and they're <laughs> waiting for you to 
answer, you know, help me with this, get me there. And I love that. I love assisting. I love helping. Um, the technical side is where you actually have these onboarding sessions with Jason and you go, okay, I didn't know that actually oh, existed. Okay. Um, just give me the cheat sheet to how to do this. I'm definitely not going to be running a course, mm. but if there's a need to actually do a course in a specific area, then mm. we'll have to do that because at the end of the day, it's not about me as a person. It's about where do we want to take the company? Correct. What do we want to achieve? Because it's a it's bigger than what that what I, what I am, and what's very different to what um, a typical transition or change is. When Jason stepped down and um, I moved up, two other lovely, incredible ladies moved up with me and mm. were given directorship roles. So we uh, we kind of called the. Um, Shame, I was going to say it's a trio and not the um, triad, um, <laughs> just a trio. So we're a trio and they come with a, it's almost like taking Jason and splitting him three ways and going, listen, yeah, he was brilliant at the commercial side. He was brilliant at the client service side. He was brilliant at the sales and marketing and creative side. I'm going to choke when I say creative. <coughs> Definitely not my expertise. Okay. Um, and then to admit that that's not a strength and to say, listen, there's someone else in the company that's going to take on that role. Good for them. He has a huge opportunity for a promotion, if anyone's listening. <laughs> um, so the idea is that we this threesome has really worked well in the sense that there, there are people that you can bounce ideas off that are that's strong lovely. in specific areas. So I love it. Uh, Jason, so these girls will fit, fit the glove? Do you have faith? Do you have belief? They will, yeah. I mean, I think we've been discussing it for a fairly, fairly long time, the succession plan in the business. I mean, now that where you say there's a two-month handover period, I think that's false to believe that you can hand over even a business of this size in two months. It, mm. it doesn't happen unless you're handing it over to somebody else who's very seasoned at running maybe similar type of businesses. Mm. So it's been a, a decision that's been coming for almost a year. And so we have started priming people and getting them um, – getting them used to it and we did a it did a process of of assessing uh, external candidates versus promoting mm. internal ones mm. and eventually there was a pretty much hands down no decision to particularly as Kath has said it with the trio not the triad <laughs> uh, taking on various aspects of the role uh, yeah just the internal option was a much better one what, what characteristics do they collectively as this trio bring into into a role that they're now going to be fulfilling together that um, we can take into ourselves and, and potentially yeah. consider learning or, or discovering within our, within ourselves. Well, I mean, Kath is a great people's person, so she's not definitely won't lose her people's role. As she said, she was in a, a business development role in the in the company. But Kuma Panshwa, who's taken on the role of stakeholder and client service director, is amazing people's person, very good relationship manager, and mm -hmm. that's going to be her expertise. Uh, Tamsin, who's the commercial director, is great with commercials, financials, and operations, and that'll be her area of expertise. Mm. And then Kath, of course, will steer the ship, oversee the whole thing, uh, be the bearer of the vision, mm. the grower of the vision, uh, and the one who's ultimately responsible for the success. The bus stops the at you, Kathy. Yeah. You, Jason, yeah. what legacy would, okay, with all those great uh, uh, characteristics in their favor, what legacy would you like HDI to hold on to for future success. Yeah, you know, in the in the handover sessions we spend quite a little a lot of time because HDI in November will be a twenty year old business. I didn't found the business. I've only been running it for the last eight years as I said. Um, 
And it's had very, of course, we've had ups and downs, but we've had literally one of those businesses that had, has had very few tragedies or crises or okay. near bankruptcies or had to retrench 25 people mm. or lost major clients or, or lost face. So, and those things are great realization moments because lots of businesses regroup after a crisis yeah, and yeah. make themselves great. So we're trying to get to the bottom of why why it's been such a good wicket. What 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 is the winning formula? And I think there's a couple of things around it. We're completely client centric. We're absolutely obsessed with our target market, which is very very clearly yeah, defined. We know as, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we know that. <laughs> we love that. It's very clearly defined. It's young South Africans and out of our East and West African operations, young Africans. And um, something that's a little bit probably uh, hidden, I guess, uh, as a business is particularly if you're in youth marketing, it feels like quite soft and fluffy. But HCI has always had a very strong desire for and plan for success. So um, we've always had a three-year plan for growth. A three-year plan for where the next uh, nice, the next yeah. chunk of Very success nice. will come from, and all of that stuff, all of that thinking is now not even through the handover process, just from the way we've run the business because they've all been in the leadership team, Catcom and uh, and Tamsin. Okay. They're kind of very on board with with that thing. So the legacy of loving your clients, loving your market, and loving success are, are what I'd like to leave. That's a, ni- that's a nice recipe, Jason. I want to ask you: When you first stepped into the role as the MD, what was the biggest mistake you made? Nice. And then, Catherine, we're going to invite you back, and we'll ask her maybe in a few months, and we'll see if there's a mistake that you've made. Thank but you. Yeah, yeah, no, not yet. Of course, <laughs> never, not yet. Um, your biggest mistake: What should Catherine be um, avoiding or potentially mm. learning from you right now? That no, mistake. To tell you the truth, Kath is is unlikely to fall into the trap. But what? The, I think the biggest mistake I made was to your earlier point, Gareth, was the I didn't get to s- up to speed quickly enough with the technical side of the business. Okay. Mm. I very quickly, I spent a lot of effort getting up to speed with the management and managerial side of the business. Did you come from a, an external source? Is that Fra- yeah, I was, I was outside the business. Ah, so interesting, okay. Not outside marketing, so the, the turf was familiar, but it's a very specific strain of marketing yeah. and it's a very specific uh, – business and the way it runs so i kind of went into field and saw the work we did but 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 yeah i i would definitely have done a three four week deep dive crash course into the actual nuts and bolts of the business because i was still picking that up by osmosis six months later mm-hmm. and i think you're right that managers mds and ceos eventually get to the point where the ratio is literally so out of kilter that it's mm. maybe 90 10 mm. but if the if you're not super waxed on that 10 percent, everyone's constantly or you constantly at risk of being pulled up for mm. not being the expert in the space mm. you say you're being i, I guess especially in a smaller so, kind of environment it's, it's easy so it's easier for a ceo that has ten thousand people you can just uh, almost you know, brush it aside, I guess, to a certain extent, or or throw it down down to into another office. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to ask a question, and I've, I've forgotten. Darn it! <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> um, culture and identity of HDI. Where do you see it going in your leadership? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. I like it. Got your back. Thank you. Oh, thanks for that very difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> you can handle it. <laughs> I think we've. One of the success um, levels of HDI has always been the culture. If you step into our office, you feel it. People want it. Sorry, you can't get it. It's ours, and we love it, and we'll develop it. Mm. I can feel that by your in your 
in your energy levels. <laughs> we want the guys in our office to be successful in their own right because if you love what you're doing and you love doing what you do with the target audience that you do it with and you want to come to work every morning, I don't have to ask you how long you're going to stay. You're going to stay there forever and you'll work long hours. I don't have to tell you that either because you just love what you're doing. So, and we don't want to lose that. I think mm. the three of us just feel, ooh, that's, we, we realize that you have to have fun at work, but geez, like it's not a fat party. Like Jason said, and I think this is what I love about his three points. I like the success side of it. I want to be the best and I want the team that works with me to be the best as well. And they've all got it within them. Um, and I want us to reach our targets because we do set targets. Why did we have a three year plan then anyway? And we're not just going to throw that thing out the window. Um, there's a reason why we set certain policies, certain programming in place and people need direction. So it's a little bit of everything and then we dust it off with some magic because we are in the youth space and we're allowed to do it we're allowed to sing in our corridors no we're not allowed to bring our dogs to work um we don't mind your kids i'm wondering about how extreme it gets in this office i'm glad you clarified the dog thing thank you <laughs> you bring your skateboard ah. actually no there's there might be health issues over there you know you're at risk of falling and then i'm going to get into a lot of problems so yeah i think the identity um and you know, everyone asks us, when are you going to give us the mark? What's the next big thing that's going to happen? And I've asked a few people, and this, you know, it doesn't matter how you plan it. Whatever you're dealing with at the situation, whatever the market's chucking at you at that stage is going to help create it and mm. help form it. And mm. we need to be able to be flexible enough to be able to adopt these changes, adopt these new ideas so that we can – because the youth are always changing. They, they're not the typical market out there that you think, okay, this is how they're going to work. Um, it doesn't work like that. So there's a lot of new things happening all the time and we want to adopt those. So adopt them early, apply them, change them. Um, we have a, uh, our theme this year is fire starters. Love and it. Everyone has to Love be it. a fire starter in our company. I don't have to sit there and try and, Create a flame and like, come on, just burn. That's what's going to happen. These guys do it by themselves. Okay, but what happens when someone comes in and you said, you've given me f permission to be a fire starter. I'm trying to start a fire and you are giving me really you know, damp wood. What's going on here? You're not giving me fuel. You're tossing my flame. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. I mean, how do you, how do you deal with that kind of scenario? Yeah, the thing is, we know our guys so well. I've been quite open to people coming and Are you approaching. you hearing the lessons here? See, we, we don't have to get direct lessons. There it is. They know the people so well. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I mean, I think people are, our team is comfortable enough to come and say to us, listen, can I try this? Can I do this? Mm. And I mean, we're based on an, an entrepreneurial spirit. So I want our guys to try out the new things. Sometimes I don't even actually know what it is that they want to do, but I know that by Whatever allowing them to do it, <laughs> they're going to do it and they're still going to do what they need to do on this side. Mm. Um, and life is about that balance. Well, there's the answer, isn't it? I mean, you, you allow them the freedom to be able to, but don't give them so much um, leash, I guess, that they are going to be not doing what they are what is necessary for the business to continue on the, the pillars that you have earlier and, said. It comes back mentioned. to what you said right in the start. You said it's a people want to be communicated to. Mm. Just keep them informed. If you know what it is that you're delivering, when you have to deliver it by, who you're delivering it with, Sorry, um You'll plan around that. So, yeah, I think that it's manageable. I mean, I think just to chip in is that not everyone is a fire starter and not everyone has a fire starter week. Or, or needs to be a fire starter, right? 
sure. Ooh, in okay. a business Apparently our size, almost everyone needs to be a fire starter. Okay, okay, I see. And and it's also it's quite hard to find them. The educational system we have is not built for for making fire starters. It's okay. built for making followers, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and it's a it's a I mean, as Kat says, it's a theme, but it's a philosophy we stole from Apple. Who has this mantra that we don't hire anyone who needs to be managed. Uh, and not everyone's that person. And to tell you the truth, there's hard parts of business. And some of that is mm. releasing into the ether people who are not fire starters. And, mm. and as a manager or an MD, that's sometimes hard to do. That's but I promise hard, you. That's a hard thing to do. Yeah. A, yeah. I mean, we've had so many people that's who we've parted do. ways with. I mean, obviously, you do it fairly and amicably Correct. and constructively. But have gone on to something that's much better suited Correct. to them. And will yeah. give me a call six months or a yeah. year later and go, thank goodness yeah. you freed me <laughs> to go be what I needed to be. Mm. Or people are just not in that space at that time and they bow out for a, a period because they, they don't want to fire start. They want to chill or want to have a baby or want to go get married or want to mm. live some other aspect of their life. Mm. And then they come back into our business two or three years later when they, they're feeling like they've got the real – got the mojo to do the necessary stuff mm, i like i like the stuff that i'm hearing here the, all the all the stuff in the background the subliminal stuff that i'm hearing what are you hearing that it doesn't have to be a turbulent transition you know just with a great communication with the with the teams and the future powers that be it can actually be very exciting yeah. and actually be very energizing and i'm excited for you you know the, <laughs> the, the your potential you know, this is a growth of you and and HDI to places never seen before. So yeah. the galaxy truly is yours. And what can you say for yourself and your future and your potential and your team? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, that, you that, was, that. that was, was like, a signal. Oh, that was a signal. That was just peace. peace. To you too. Where, yeah. where do you want to take HDI, woman? <sighs> where do I want to take HDI? I just think HDI is already on this amazing path yeah, already. Yeah, you're lucky. And we're... We're on this upward um, end line and we want to keep it going there. So whatever it takes to keep us going there with the clients that we've got and with the people that we've got, that's what we want to do. And client relationship, as Jason said, is just imperative. And we have got the most amazing clients. I think we're quite blessed in that way. Yeah. Um, and they've actually been very supportive I was just about of to say, that's this also, change. That's also very important that your clients well, are supporting. It's, it's communication again. You Correct. have to be communicating with your clients yeah. who it is and see how they respond when you say <laughs> – it's this person. It's Catherine. Oh, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm, no, I'm kidding. It's not them because their eyes go dark. No, no, no. Catherine's <laughs> taking over. Yeah, yes. Tell us more, Kathy. Yeah, I think maybe that's because we've, <laughs> I've been doing it so long. So a lot of the clients I actually know from having to work on those accounts and doing that work with them. So you've always got your pinky in the pie. And it's about staying um, relevant and being in constant communication with them as well. Mm. So I don't know. I, I feel all of our clients have really been um, very supportive of the change. And um, I, d I don't doubt we're going to have to work hard. And I don't doubt that we're going to get those challenges. And we're going to have to take each of those. Imagine if I sat here having to work out all the shit that's going to happen all the time and all the problems and finding solutions for things I don't even know is going to happen. I'll never do my job. I'm never going to get the ship in the direction that I need to get it in. So if I tackle every day as it comes and with the energy that I need to do it, it's going to get us to the next level. Okay, we've run out of time. I do want to ask one one question. Yeah. What's the one thing you're going to change? What's the one thing that Jason used to do? That you just, just, you're like, you know, oh, thank I'm, God he's gone. Yeah, I, I really, this is, I've, I've had enough. What's that one thing that you're going to change? Tell us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> oh, tell me, tell me, tell me. 
Jason's still sitting here. <laughs> you know, it's actually funny that you say that because there's yes. actually a, a whole lot more that we're actually keeping. So, mm. yes, he does um, dance and sing in the passage. Okay. We're keeping that. Uh. Um, Love it. I think the, and the only thing I could say is, I mean, I've loved everything that Jason's actually done. And no, I'm not going to sit down and compliment you the whole time, Jason. But <laughs> I think the thing is that he's taught me so much. I'm so, you're so appreciative of someone that mm. can teach you something mm. and that takes the time to show you things. Mm. Um, and no, I'm never going to get that creative thing right. So I'm definitely changing that. Um, that thing of, Let's move that little logo here and not do it over there. Let me just change at least three things on your page. Oh, oh the pedantic stuff. Oh, Ooh, yes, that meticulous <laughs> detail. It's I, wish the, people, I wish people could see the, the, the way she Ooh, <laughs> the, the hand gestures. You know, it's where you're sitting in the boardroom and it's getting that bloody aircon to be the exact temperature <laughs> and you're having a meeting and it's... I think we need to stop because Jason's laughing politely now. <laughs> but, no, but, but we have unfortunately run out of time. It's been a fantastic conversation. We love it. Thank you for the insights, Jason. Thank, thank you. you for leading the organisation the way that you have, and all the best for yes, your future endeavours. Thanks so much. And then, uh, yeah, Catherine, all all the best. We're really oh, looking forward to you. seeing what you guys are able to do. Please. I have no doubt what you're going to do to that company. We've met before, and we're yeah, going to meet time have. and time again. All the Best luck in the entire universe. Thank you. Rock on, Thank baby. You. Rock on. All right. We'll be back then same time. Because we really have well, run nice out of time. Show, nice show. Okay. Um, we'll <laughs> be back true. same time, same place next week. Actually, we are going an hour earlier. I'm glad that I remember that. We are moving from 2 o'clock to 1 p.m. That's our new time slot. So we'll see you then uh, same place. Uh, speaking about the same things with the same fantastic co-host. Uh, see you then. Bye-bye. This is cliffcentral.com.